It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Tom Allen. And me, Susie Ruffle. And I am late again today. Tom, you are, but you are a vision in blue. Thank you for noticing that. I've got a blue shirt on with my new blue blazer. It looks very nice. Thanks. And your blue eyes. Oh, and you put your blue eyes in. Don't you make my... Oh no, brown eyes blue. Brown eyes blue. Sorry. But close. Close. It was so stressful. I got the train, my normal train, supposed to go to London Bridge. Oh, they just decided they don't go to London Bridge anymore. So I had to go off at Waterloo East. Then I had to get another train take me back on myself, but the train I was going to get was late, so I ran across and got another one. And then when I got out of London Bridge, there was a, clearly a, a clear exit onto Tooley Street, and there's a man standing there going, no, you can't walk out of here, you have to go round. So I had to go round all these corners and bullshit. Tom, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I said, well, can't I just go down there? There's no one really walking up there. He said, no, it's the... Law. It's the, it was like it was the law. I was like, oh, I'm so sick of this city. <laughs> you know, you're just like stressed out and tired and just like, oh. Yeah. I think that's when you know that you've been in London long enough. Long. When you're like, yeah. I love this city. I hate this city. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, I did feel like that. I was like, look, I can see the daylight. Can't I just go out there? I should have just kept walking really and gone, okay, next time I will. Bye. Do you think that's what confident people do? I think it's what, yeah, slightly smarmy people do, isn't it? It's the dream. Just that's who we want to be. smile. Oh, that's all right. Well, I'm half, I'm halfway out now, so but I'll do it next time. I promise. Maybe Would we'll... you put on that sort of Mockney accent as well? Probably. It's very endearing. It is very endearing, Tom. People like to be spoken to in a in a Cockney accent. That's true. Why don't you use your Cockney accent more? Well, because apples I, and pears and that apples sort of and thing. Apples and pears and all that. Well, I, as you saw in the car on Saturday, I do sometimes. You do. This is the thing, guys. Tom drove to a tour show. <gasps> it was so fun. It was so far. Tom, do you want to let everyone know the hours? Five hours there. <gasps> six hours back. Oh, and I slept for some of it. What a terrible Susie friend. Susie was asleep for most of it. I wasn't asleep for most of it. Half of it. See, as long as half. Mm. Did I look adorable? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't look because I was looking at the road. Oh, yeah. Heaven forbid I should fall asleep as well. No, you're like, oh, she looks cozy. Let me just... Doesn't she look... <laughs> oh, that looks so nice. Um, Tom, you did such a great job. I did a great job, didn't I? I'll tell you what I didn't enjoy. Quite, quite a sad one clap, isn't it? I'm clapping myself now. It, what, did you tell you what I didn't enjoy? I think this was just as you were dozing off. Uh, Elaine Page comes on in the middle of the night on a Saturday night. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's that's a treat. 
but it was like the worst yeah, songs. Yeah, she chose like basically worst, show, worst songs from Broadway. Ooh, why won't you come and sit with me? Oh, was, was it a bit? Was it a bit one of those? Yeah, it was, but it was her like Broadway week. But it, they weren't, I, nothing from Broadway I recognised. And I mean, you're. You. I mean, I'm, I'm the king of Broadway. You are. You're, you're, you're Mr. Producer. <laughs> hey, Mr. Producer. I wish I was. Um, but we had a lovely drive. We when we had a lovely show. We had a very long drive. Lovely. You were a champion. Well, it was my first one of doing one of those long drives, and um, you were marvelous. It was, it was fun. I now I now owe you another. I, I now owe you another long drive. I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to fall asleep. I. You can fall asleep on the way home. Not there. All right. Well, we'll see. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you angry with me? No. You sure? No, it was nice. I was like, oh, look at me. Driving along in the middle of the night. With my wife asleep next to me. My wife asleep next to me. And a small child in the back. <laughs> like a real grown-up. Like a real grown-up. Yeah. To our house. Yeah. To our house in the suburbs. Oh. What a lovely life we'd house. have. What a lovely life. Um, now, we wanted to talk this week about grief. We were going to, yeah. Susie, tell the listeners what... Or if you would like to tell them. Well, I my my nan died this week, which and I I was always like I was thinking, oh, I probably shouldn't mention it on the podcast, but then I think, well, we mention everything else on the podcast, and mm. it's death is just as big a part of life as anything else. Yeah. Um. So maybe, maybe we should do an episode on grief because I think it's something that I don't. I feel like I still, still don't really understand how I'm feeling. So it happened sort of five days ago now, and yeah. I was really close to my nan. She was awesome. I loved her to bits. And, um, yeah, it's hard to sort of, there's a couple of things, hard to sort of know what you're supposed to feel like or what you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. I've had to carry on working because we've had shows in and then. You've been very good. I mean, you've, I don't, you haven't really cancelled anything. I cancelled a, I cancelled a show, but, but then I, that's how I make my, my money and how I make my mm-hmm. living. And I, mm-hmm. I don't have any money in the bank <laughs> at all. So I've got to work. And, and also my nan was enormously proud of what I did and she loved that I was a comic. Yeah, you said um, that she was very keen for you not to like cancel things. Well, she sort of knew that it was coming and so she sort of said to me, like, you know, don't go getting too upset. You know, you've got to carry on, carry on with your work, carry on working hard. Oh. You know, which was lovely. Yeah. But it is, it's a strange emotion, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is, isn't it? And I think I, I remember... Like when my grandmother died, I was very close to her. Uh, and this was sort of 12, 10, 12 years ago. Maybe longer now. Um, you were only three. I was only, I was three years old. Full head. I did have hair. <laughs> and um, I remember feeling that sort of confusion, a sort of, not confusion, but just sort of a nothingness, really. Yeah. Sort of a, a, a lack of someone. Yeah. Rather than a... It's almost kind of impossible for us to understand as human beings that someone's there and they're not there in a way, mm. I think. Yeah, it's really, it was really, obviously we're still sort of dealing with it and still, but it still seems sort of bizarre that it's happened, even though she was 95, 94, nearly 95. Mm. And yeah. that we were so, and everybody sort of knew it was happening and my mum and my aunt were amazing and sort of nursed her right into the end of her life mm. and were just wonderful to her and meant that she had sort of the, the, she wanted to die at home and that's exactly what happened. She died in her bed, which was lovely. But it's just hard to sort of go, oh, like we we Nan lived in a council flat, mm. and we now have to give that flat back. Yes, I didn't realise how suddenly they. Kind of yeah, like six days later, they were like, mm. "Yeah, you need to drop the keys off." Six days afterwards, and we were like, "I mean, she's literally just died," and they were so difficult. Oh, were they? Well, just like, oh, we're sorry for your loss. I, was it six days? Well, no, she died on the Wednesday, and they wanted the flat 
cleared for Monday morning. Oh, good God. And you're like, I mean, her body's literally just been taken away Wednesday night. What, they phoned, did they, to say that? No, like, Mum got in touch with them, and they were like, okay, well, then you have this many hours. <gasps> oh, it's ridiculous. And that's, like, my nan's whole life for the last nearly 30 years in that house. Yeah. So that's been a really weird thing of going through. I, I tell you one thing, she was not the uh, Marie Kondo way of living. Oh, she liked to keep a few things. She kept, not, she wasn't a hoarder, but, mm. I mean, I found a bank statement from 1997. <laughs> it's like, Nan, throw shit out. <laughs> no yes. one needs to know it was in your TSB. They all, I know, but people kept things. So people keep things because they're yeah. not sure what they need to keep and stuff. That's the thing. And so yeah. now we've well, had. I do it too. What do you keep? Bank statements and things like that. All you've got all of your old bank statements. Yeah, well, from from accounts from doing my accounts. Yeah, I suppose so. When? How long after doing your accounts you allowed to throw them away? I don't. I don't know. I think it's six years, but I might be wrong. But I mean, Nanny had kept hers for twenty, and she wasn't self-employed. She wasn't doing her accounts, and she hadn't been working for a long time at that point. (laughs) Well, you never know what you might. You never know what you might might need. need to refer back to. So, so that thing of. There was a, a a thing that was in the media maybe 10, 15 years ago about people stealing your identities, and I think old oh, people became yes. very concerned very about that. Very concerned so about anything that. anything that was on with my nan's name and address on, my nan would immediately rip up and, like, oh, into, like, tiny bits. Tiny bits, who no one yeah, could oh. or keep it. Very wise. No one stole her identity, so... No one did, yeah, absolutely. There you go. And you've had to go through the thing, so you've been clearing through the... Yeah, so I went home yesterday and uh, just sort of tried to help my mum... Because I feel sort of useless because, of course, I live up here and it's really difficult sometimes when you live away from your family and stuff. And um, we had, like, the mammoth task of clearing her flat. And then you want to keep so many things. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, that's her. That's yeah. That's that's her apron. Yeah, that's what she used to cook like with. That. That's, yeah. That was her pen that she had her crosswords with. And you just go, it's just a pen. It's just a pen that she held. It's not a big deal. But like, well, no. Yeah, it's it feels like it is. It? Yeah. But then, we, we still have things from my nan. Yeah. Very aprons. aprons. Yeah. Did yeah. your nan bake? Yes, yeah, actually, she got me into baking. Do you bake? Well, I know got you me cook. into cooking mm. through baking. Ah, are you a good baker? Well, when I went on the Great British Bake Off Extra Slice, I made a Victoria sponge for Michelle Rue Jr. Clang. And I don't mean to brag, but it was so good that there was nothing funny about it. They had to cut <gasps> it from the show. Is that true, Tom? That's a true story. Tom, when, why, okay, so how long have we been friends? Six, mm. seven years? Easily. I have never, you've never brought me around a slice of Victoria sponge. Well, I don't make it very often. Well, you ought to. All right, I'll make some. For God's sake. Where shall I make some for? Maybe I'll try and make, it's nice because I find it very relaxing, a bit of baking. Do you? Mm. Mm. Would you put on music in the background? Sometimes. We have the television on. Oh. Did you Oh, yeah, bake? you could sort of stand from your kitchen... Oh yes. Do you have a TV like, in the kitchen? We do, yes. Yeah. Um, and so you I, could watch the Barefoot Contessa whilst, whilst baking. Yeah. I mean, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? That would it? be a lovely thing to do. You'd have to be quite quick, though, quite nimble. Oh yeah. To make sure you had everything to hand. Yeah, you might want to. You might want to have it on catch up as well. Yes. Well, that television doesn't have catch up. But anyway. Oh Tom, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. It's just you know, you know, you know, the remote it used to be kept in a plastic bag, a clear plastic bag. Your remote did. Mum and Dad did for the kitchen. Uh, Television, so it wouldn't get greasy. Yeah, but then they've That's done away really with it. That's really funny. But that is the sort of thing they like to do, like little life hacks they've made up. Oh, I would love to see the book of life hacks from the Allens. Oh yeah. Is there Lots any others? Of, uh, 
Probably, but like all of them too mad and... Yeah, more about dressing like pirates, like last week. A lot about dressing like pirates. But of course. I'm trying to think what Dad has. Dad's life hack is keep everything, keep every bit of wood you're ever given and some and keep it in the garage. That's Dad's life hack. Right. What you'd ever use it for, no one knows. No one knows, but he might want to need to build a raft. I mean, you'd think so. I mean, build an ark. Oh, well, handy to know. The, if that if, happens, if the rain starts coming down, I'll be quickly on my way to Bromley. Dad will be there, banging together bits of cladding. Let's try and Love build it. Out. But did your nan bake? She did. She was yeah. She was really. Oh yes, you brought in some cake. I think that she. Yeah, made. you probably you probably eaten her cake. Yeah, bread pudding bread or pudding. like I remember we talked about the bread pudding. Yeah, or like an an almond sponge. Oh, I love that an sort of thing. Oh. Like a Bakewell. Oh mm. yeah, I love that. Yeah, so we've been going through all of her things, so now that's like a really weird thing that's sort of, you know, you find sort of. Firstly, there's this weird sort of gallows humor about everything. Yes. Yeah. So when she first, she was really unwell a couple of days before she died, and she said to my auntie, "I can't feel my legs. I, I'm, I think that might mean that I'm about to die." And my nan said, "My my auntie said, no, I don't don't." I think that's it. I think I think you're okay. Like you know, you you are not well, but I don't think I don't think that means anything. And then my auntie went out and made a cup of tea. Then came back in and looked at my nan and went, "Did you?" And I mm. went, "No, not yet." <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a, I think everyone sort of knew what was going on, and no one was trying to put on a brave yeah. face for anybody else. It was just. Yeah. I also think at ninety four you can. There's no element of feeling robbed. No, and I think true. it must be unbelievably hard to have yeah. lost someone. Yeah. Much 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 younger. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we've yeah. So so we were going through all of her things and like, I mean, me and my cousin Jody yesterday counted fifty one scarves. Oh wow! I mean, everybody must have been concerned that she had a cold neck. I mean, there must have been a rumor about a cold neck. With a neck, you have to be careful you don't get cold. Uh, and oh, so that's what, what like silk scarves, silk and oh. like ones that people have knitted or ones that people oh, have bought. Lovely. And, and like just so much stuff. Well, but the you know. The accu- accumulation of 94 like years. years. Yeah. And so we found like all these postcards that my granddad had written to her from when he was in the Second World War. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, well, of course you'd keep that. Yeah, and because he was a British engineer, uh, the he no one could know where he was because oh, part of his yeah. role was like blowing up yeah, things. So yeah. like Nazis couldn't follow the British, British troops and stuff. Yeah. Exactly that, yeah. And so he'd <clears> just be real vague. Like, here I am in <laughs> France. <laughs> okay, love you lots. Wow. Jack. And so we found all of these, I don't know, it's just sort of this weird thing. you do, And it also makes you start thinking of sort of your own mortality, doesn't it? Of course, yeah, of course. Because you sort of start going, oh, well, this is, I don't know. But it's... Uh, it's to all of us. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, you know, I think often we kind of, um, we, we ignore death, don't we? And we ignore that sense, but it is inevitable for all of us. But, it, and I say that in a way, it sounds very maudlin, doesn't it, to say that? But I think actually it's good to go, you know, we've all, all of us have only got limited time, so do you know do things? Do things. That's exactly what I think. Yeah, exactly what I thought, Tom. Because I think that, you know, my nan had a really nice life. I think she, you know, when my my aunt lives in Australia and she went and spent six months there. Oh, did she? Like three or four times with my oh. granddad, and like they went and saw oh, different things lovely, yeah. and went on holiday, and they both worked hard. And I think that's the thing that I've been thinking more and more about their lives, is that so infrequently is sort of a simple life celebrated. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. often it's like, look at these people. They've got loads of money. They've got a fast car. Oh, they're yes. on telly. They're this. They're yes, that. They're yes. a movie star. Let's celebrate them. Let's worship yeah. them. Yeah. You know. Oh, you know that. And 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 actually, it's just it's really really okay to be like these people were really in love. 
Yeah. And they had a, and that was their story. Yeah. And he was a bricklayer and she worked in a corset factory. Yeah. Yeah. And that was enough. And I think, I don't know, I feel like sometimes with our generation. Oh, absolutely. There's huge pressure. We've got, it's got everything. It's like, I just want to meet someone and be, and just maybe have a dog. Yeah. Or. My, My dad said this to me the other day. He said, um, and I'd never heard him, he never sort of talks like this, but he's like, I do think it's harder for your generation because there's so much pressure to be moneyed, to be, per- you know, I think like, I think like in our friendship group, it's mm. not such a big deal. To no. Put, like I know people and people where I grew up, like it's very important that you, you don't, that you like have a great car, for example. Yeah, totally. Things like that, you know, like, yeah. to, and you wear the best clothes and. Yeah, or like that. you've got like designer sunglasses rather than just a pair from Topshop. Yeah, exactly. You that's have to be like, oh, they're just from Primark and they're nothing. Like if you you have to really apologise unless they're yeah, like well, a yeah. massive brand. That's the thing. Like you really have to. Yeah, if you're wearing cheap clothes, as soon as someone says, "Oh, that's nice," yeah. Like, oh no. Oh god. No. This is. Oh no. This is. This is only from blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, Dad was also saying, you know, like the sort of time, the fact that we're kind of constantly rushing around. There's never any time. There's always this pressure to do more and more. It's um. It is a strange sort of world in a way. And actually, you're right. Like, it is, like, isn't that the dream? Just to fall in love, have a partner you love, have a family. Or, That's the thing that I think I've realised. You know, whatever sort. Yeah, in the last little while of, like, going through different things in my life and ups and downs and breakups and different mm. things. Is that you sort of go, oh, I just really want simple things. Like, yeah. you know, like, the, the, the time that you and I sometimes spend in the car together. It's... But we'll spend, like, this weekend was a bit long. But... <laughs> It was very peaceful for some of it. Well, <laughs> for me, it was lovely. <laughs> oh. um, but just simple things like, you know, enjoying those friendships or making yeah. the most of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so uncool yeah. to be... Just ordinary. Yeah, or to try and be content. Like, yeah. what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be a film star. I want to be this. I want to be that. Yeah. It's like, what do you want to be? Like, happy is... Well, and I always feel like Instagram and things like that are sort of the antithesis of that because in a way they make us appreciate the moment and I think that yeah. is nice. But sometimes it's like, oh, this person's on a beach. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm it, not. And I'm not, oh God, I should be on a beach. Oh totally. my God, this person's, oh my God, look at their relationship. Their relationship looks perfect. I should be more like them. I think it's at its best when we go, hey, I just took a moment. I just realised I'm just having this lovely meal. Yeah, totally, yeah. It. But at the same time, the sense like everything is perfect in my life then that, I think, is quite... And do you cool. find that, does that sort of... I Well, for me, that sometimes sort of seeps into, like, it becomes sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy of me creating more anxiety for myself. Yeah, absolutely. it makes you start putting, I don't know, like, weight on th- the wrong things. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, oh, I yeah. suppose they're all having a great time, or, like, what's happening? Is uh, oh, all those people are together? Is there a party? Is there something I've not been invited to? Is there... Yeah. Yeah, just be yeah. able to find that sort of personal contentment. It's yeah, it's is so great. Really, really hard. And then when yeah. you do, I have, I would say that I have flashes of it rather than I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. When all... I when I have it, I'm like, oh, this is what I need to. Yeah, and it can be really satisfying. Just reading mm. a book or mm. something. Was your nan like that? My nan, my nan ended up spending quite a lot of time by herself because she'd been widowed for twenty six years. Right. And so she spent quite a lot of time on her own. And I think she sort of grew to sort of quite enjoy. That those moments she was, she, which means she was very lucky, and that my mum is amazing, and she spent loads and loads of time with her all of the time she because she wanted to, yeah. not because yeah. she felt any sort of obligation. Because my name was a pleasure to be around, and my aunt as well. And I think that, but I think yeah, she had there was a real 
stillness to her at the end where she knew, like I walked into her bedroom a couple of days before she passed away and I said, you all right, nanny? And she went, this is a bloody game, isn't it? Oh. And it's just like that, that was, and that was just her <laughs> thing of like, like, and she just sort of knew that. And I think there was a real sense of understanding that that's, yeah. You do only have time for so much. And I think just looking through her things, you know, I live in a, I live in, in London and I do this comedy stuff and, you know, and you're sort of chasing this idea or chasing this big dream of what your life might be or what you want to become. And, you know, and so infrequently do I think, oh, this is, do I appreciate it? I think that I great and I think that it's lucky, but I think maybe if there's this one sort of thing that I've learned, well, not one thing, or but something maybe that hopefully that I can take from my nan is just that, she had such a happy life just doing nice things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what being, nice be, yeah. and when I say doing nice things, I don't mean going out to dinner or going to fancy restaurants, just falling in love, yeah. having a very simple. Yeah. And I think sometimes that is where sort of happiness can lie. Oh, absolutely. Because I think that the the, the rest is just noise really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, it is. The rest is just noise and consumerism and all the stuff that we need buy stuff buy more stuff, buy more stuff. Buy more, does that make you happy what about if you buy this thing yeah maybe you need to buy more stuff yeah yeah just so, i think just everybody just calming down yeah and appreciating people mm, yeah yeah that's the thing as well like and you know this happens when you go through anything big like you know losing someone you know you your your friends that are there for you in those moments you sort mm. of go ah oh, these are the people that i Mm. really want to sort of celebrate in my life these are the people that once this sort of like dark cloud has lifted and I'm back to being Susie you want to make the most of like you sending my mum flowers and get always being in touch with me and being so lovely it just it highlights those things that are so much more important than wearing the best clothes or going to the posh yeah. restaurants yeah yeah absolutely. it's like god what you're gonna go to the posh restaurant with someone that's really fucking dull but got loads of money people do that as well <laughs> they go do that to the pizza hut buffet go to the pizza hut buffet and enjoy with some it. really good friends do you know what though? That is literally my dream. Like, I love those bacon bits. Oh, Tom. So I much. know. You love a harvester. I love a harvester. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I love it so much. My cousin's a chef in the one in Portsmouth. What? what? Yeah. I couldn't even didn't even have the energy to go up with it. I just went, What? what? Next time we're in Pompey, I'll take you there. My cousin Nikki's one of the chefs. <gasps> I love their flame grilled chicken. Wow, she does it. And the ribs? I imagine so. I imagine she does a bit of everything, to be honest. Oh, She's really? always worked in kitchens. She, what does she think about Harvester? I think she likes it there. I think apparently it's a real good, it's a real good laugh. Is Everyone's it? quite good fun. Are they? Yeah, they've gone through a bit of an expansion. I've seen them cropping up in a lot of more modern. Um, them and Bella Italia. Them and Bella Italia. Since they put a Vespa in the doorway, they're going up in the world. They're going up and up. I used to love a Harvester early bird deal. That was the birthday treat. When you were a child, or when, when I was a child, if you got in before five thirty. You got a third, I think, of your meal. Winter, and it would be. People with very young children yes. or very elderly people. Yes. That, that's it. Everyone yeah. else is busy at that time. Everyone else is busy. It was great. Would you have had dessert? Yes. What? Uh, some sort of hot fudge, chocolate, ice cream. Type thing. Type thing. I was quite a, quite a fat child, actually. Why? Oh, no, I've seen pictures of you. You were not a fat child. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had oh, curtains, yes. though. I did have curtains at one point, yeah. We but, all did. It was the era. I mean, sometimes I do in the wind with my hair like this now. Indeed. Yes, that's true. Occasionally I get curtains. But... We all we all do. We all get curtains in the end. We all get it's curtains. It's curtains, <laughs> it's curtains for all us. of us. <laughs> That's quite a funny way to end an episode on grief. <laughs> it's curtains for us. We. <laughs> um, but I thought that we'd share that with you today because I know that normally our like-minded friends are 
it's a bit more lighthearted and it's uh, and it's oh, maybe a bit funnier. We kept we kept the energy up. I think we kept the energy they up. Mind. But um, maybe someone, maybe one of you's been going through something similar to me, and uh, and that was nice for you. So. Well, I think that's very important to share that, and I think as well, I remember feeling it when my grandmother died. Um, not that it's always about grandmothers, obviously, but I remember feeling actually very heartened by having people around. And yeah. That, um, I always think it's a nice thing in um, Jewish culture where people sit shiver. Yes, yes. And come and sit with. Yeah, my housemate's Jewish. And yeah. Yeah, and, and then she was saying about that the other day. And yeah. Tell stories and talk, and I've heard other people as well talk about how and it sounds similar to what you and your family experienced. Is that actually those moments? can be very uh, upbeat and can be very strangely. Yeah. And there is that sort of hilarity in, in a lot of it as well. Just because it's, and everybody, of course, is, there's something quite funny about everybody so serious. Yeah, of course. And we're we're a real giggly family. We're a really yeah. fun family. Yeah. And so just doing little things to, and I know that my nan would have been, you know, if whatever happens afterwards, who knows? But if yeah. in some way she was watching, she would have been having a right giggle. Yeah. At me and uh, all of us there in her flat. Yeah. You know, yeah. filled with so much love for her. Yeah, of course. You know, I think that that was, yeah, quite yeah. special. And that's and that's all any of us can do, isn't it? There's no, like I said, there's no um, shame and there's no, um, there's, there's no sort of, you, you know, you, not shame, but uh, no regret. In that. Yeah. I and for. I think there's also a, a, this idea of often certainly with British culture of like stiff up a lip and yeah, you know, don't show your emotions and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm, I cried on the tube this week. I don't mind telling you, Tom, I had a little tear on the tube I and you know what? It was completely fine. A girl leant over and gave me a Kleenex. It oh, was fine. I think it leant over and gave you a kiss. That's forward. I said, oh, hello, love. Um, oh, hello. But, um, yes. Oh, well, um, I, w- I wanted to read out a, a message we got actually. Oh, yes, please. Um, that uh, JJ sent us on, hello, JJ. on Facebook. Um, and he's from Sussex, uh, and he wanted to get in touch with us. He got in touch with us on Sunday and said, uh, no doubt you get endless notes like this, but hell, I'll send it anyway. JJ, I love your style. JJ, we we appreciate this already. Um, and, you know, in key, in line with what we were saying earlier, do things. If you want to do things, do things. Don't, be, don't worry about it. He says, I just wanted to say thank you to you and Susie for recording such sparky and joyful podcasts. <laughs> We try. I've been in the midst <laughs> Sorry about of, a, of a rough patch. Uh, and, uh, but listening to you both each night has always made me smile. You both have a marvellous energy and chemistry. And for me, it's great to hear LGBT+. Plus. Is that what we say now? LGBT+. Plus. I think so, maybe, yeah. Just everyone. I hope you You're haven't got it wrong, guys. JJ, because that's terrible. No, it's not. Uh, it's great to hear LGBT+, LGBT plus people talking about the real... Uh, the real LGBT plus world from a more thoughtful and positive perspective rather than the standard misery of the grinder generation. <laughs> Tell me about it. Anyway, you're both life affirming and the role models I wish I'd had when I was younger. Uh, so cheers to you both and here's to many more. I hope to catch you both live soon or I hope to catch you both live soon uh, to bask <laughs> in the glow for real. Um, Thank oh, you, JJ. JJ. That's such a sweet, such a, a very, very kind message and we really, we really appreciate really it. By that. Yeah, we've had a few emails as well this week that I'll be responding to um, soon. And again, if you want to get in touch with us, it is chat to like-minded friends at gmail.com. So do yeah do send us a message or on Facebook or whatever you yeah we're you both like. on Facebook. Um, we love hearing from you. When we do, and it's uh, we hope we can be well. I don't know about role models, but um, friends, friends, <laughs> you know, to go through it all with, and uh, you know, it is uh, it is nice to reach out to people. So 
we are we are here for you if you need us. And if you want to get in touch with Tom on Twitter, you're at, at Tom, Tom Allen Inde- Comedy. Tom, Tom Allen Comedy and website tomindeed.com. Correct. Yes. And then I'm at Susie Ruffle or susieruffle.com. Now, should I do a little plug for our tour shows? We've got a handful We've left. We've got a handful left. If you have a chance, do come along and see us. So uh, Friday the 12th of May, the Shoreham Rope Tackle. Shoreham by Sea. Yep. Uh, Saturday the 13th. Sounds like a sexual disease, sorry. We, we, we always say it, but we, we know it's true. Say, but it's true. Um, Saturday the 13th of May, uh, Blackheath Halls. That's Come our along. big London one. It's the closest one to London. It's only seven or eight minutes from London Bridge. Indeed. So if you want to come, please do. Yeah, Saturday uh, if, you, if you do, please stick around. We'll probably have a drink afterwards and say oh, hello. Yeah. We love all that. Yeah. Uh, then on Saturday the 27th of May, Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes. Friday the 23rd of June, Great Torrington, The Plough. Yes. And then our final tour date. Oh, oh Tom. Well, we kick together again, I know, but... We will. ...of our yeah, wonderful will. tour, our final date will be at in Ivy Bridge at the Watermark Theatre. Oh, yes. Uh, but that's it down, for us this down week. Down that way. Yeah, so that's us. Like-minded um, friends. Um, we, love, uh, we love hearing from you. We love you joining us. So thank you for being our like-minded friend. And we will see you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.